I'm Lauren. And I'm Annie. Welcome, Welcome to Burf Bar. Woo! We're never going to get that intro timing right while we're in Zoom. That's fine. No. You know what? I feel like it's a representation of things being off kilter in the world at large. Metaphors. <laughs> Although it's pathetic that we can't get it right because my husband and my cousin's husband managed to play a punk rock version of Kermit the Frog's Rainbow Connection from two completely different cities using an app to sync their time. My husband played bass, and my cousin's husband played guitar. Well, they've been musicians much longer. We've only been doing this podcast for nearly three years. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. So, Lauren, how are you? Um, I'm, today I'm superb. I'm superb. Tell me, tell me more. Why? Oh, you want me to go? You want me to go first? Sure. All right. Uh, I ran the. <laughs> it's just silly saying it out loud. The choo choo, the choo choo nine miler. I ran the virtual choo choo nine miler. Just so you know, that sounds like that thing that's going around. That's like your next race is the city you were born in, yeah. the last thing you ate, and the last official distance you did. That's what the choo choo nine miler sounds yeah, like. It, it does. Like, it sounds like somebody pulled things out of a hat and was like choo. Two, nine, miler! <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It is a mishmash of bizarre things. It is to raise money for the OYO Deaf Kids Camp. Um, and I have no idea why it's called the Choo Choo Nine Miler. I think it's an inside joke amongst deaf culture people. But I don't know what that joke is. Um, and eventually this podcast will be made uh, accessible to deaf people when we interpret it. But I don't know when we'll have the time for that. Uh, anyways, that's uh, in our roadmap for year six. There we go. There we go. Um, so I decided on the windiest, coldest day of the last two weeks. Good. I would go out and blaze as hard as I could blaze. Please tell me you went out in one direction into the headwind. I did. So as to keep it as hard as possible the whole time. Good. I did. <laughs> I did. And then I had, no, I thought about having someone pick me up, but uh, I ran into the headwind, which was downhill. And then I ran with tailwind uphill. So it basically got nothing good ever. Good. <laughs> it was like the most punishing nine miler I could do. But uh, I finished in 119 and I feel amazing about it. And that pace is? 850. That's remarkable. It's the fastest I've run a long chunk of miles in years. Your Mr. Magoo strategy is paying off handsomely already. New method is the only method. Yeah, it was the jam. I'm going to suffer for it. Yeah. Whatever. Maybe so maybe I won't. Hard. New method. You're going to have a hard time walking to your next dinner out? No. Remember, everything else is canceled, so you can recover in peace. Well, that's absolutely true. I plan to do that. Congratulations. So, well, thank you very much. We'll see how um, it goes. I still want all the details, even though it's a virtual race. What is the swag? There is a t-shirt and a medal and a bib. Cool. And the, the actual, the emblem, which I put on my Strava, is a very good-looking graphic. It's cool. a beautiful circle with a train in the middle. That I mean, it, do, it sounds like I, I choo-choo-choose you. It sounds like, like the Dwight Schrute 5K. It sounds completely fucking made up. But it's a, it's a beautiful little emblem. Awesome. Um, they're, they're not going to be able to send the shirts out yet because uh, their shirt pressing company is closed. That'll so, do it. 
Yeah. Oh, we, I guess we should mention this was not originally designed to be a virtual race. This no. is a on-site race that got moved to virtual because what's the name of that thing happening? I'll think of it later. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, not being able to get shirts out just just so people know, it is not a shortcoming by this race organization at all by any means. It's that no. they had to move to it being an at-home option. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. Did you have a deadline for when you needed to do it by or anything? Yeah, I think it's April twenty-sixth. Okay. It's weird, like, when dates come up, because time has no meaning right now. Mm -hmm, Like, April mm -hmm. 26th. Wasn't that yesterday? Or is that six weeks from now? It's one of those. April's going to be the longest month of the year. (laughs) Yeah. I actually have erased the dry erase board calendar on our fridge and just wrote time is meaningless across it with, like, drippy clocks. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Just to further imbue a sense of true end-of-the-world feeling in our kitchen. What time is it? Salvador Dali time? Yeah, turn all the clocks upside down. Turn them to, like, 1944. Yeah, I know. I'm fucking with them a little bit. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, More exciting than a choo-choo, than a, than a Cap'n Crunch, the Akron Cap'n Crunch 15K-er. Is, oh, we should say, is that what your, is that what your race name no. was? No. Um, okay. Yeah, mine was the Akron Vegan Chorizo Adventure Race. Oh, really okay. good. Really good. Mine at the time was Sylvania Chocolate Checks 54 Miler. I would run the shit out of that. Yeah, sounds good, right? Yeah. Now now it would be, let's see, now it would be the Sylvania, let me think. What was my last snack? The Sylvania probably, what was my last snack? Oh, Cheez-Its. The Sylvania Cheez-Its 54-Miler. Not as good. Not as good as Chocolate Checks. See, but now yours has changed, so what's yours now? (laughs) It's the the Akron Peeps Rogaine. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's the Akron Peeps 9-Miler. Oh, yes, it is the Akron Peeps (laughs) 9-Miler. Also would run the shit out of that. Very good. I, I mean, oh my god, that, that actually should have been the race that you run this upcoming weekend. That, <laughs> like Easter weekend, I every Easter I run the Akron's Peep Nine Miler. Yeah, I really like that a lot. Um, so in more exciting news than a not real Nine Miler, Annie ran the performance peak peak performance PPQBYU. The peak performance quarantine backyard ultra race this past weekend, which consisted of thousands of participants. Thousands of people, like 2,400 people from like 50 different countries doing this backyard ultra. And we had just released uh, the episode before, like a couple days ago. So if you're lucky, you'll like listen to the before and after the event episodes in the same day, because I just feel like that's fun. Um, but I would like this- you to let me interview you as though you were an elite runner on my running podcast. Oh, okay. So I, but I will start by saying this race was a lot like Schrodinger's cat. It both existed and did not. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We haven't done that in a minute. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm trying a lot harder than we usually do to drop that in there, but I was like, I can't let this go one more episode. Wow. I can't believe I'm missing cat. it. I know. So yeah, I did the personal peak or the peak performance quarantine backyard ultra, virtual backyard ultra. That's worse than an Akron 
chorizo 500. <laughs> tip of the tongue, tip of the lip. Tip of the, <laughs> tip of the tongue, slip of the lip. <laughs> piddly pee, piddly pa, tiddling toddlers. So, I want to know how you felt. I know how you felt days going into this race because we discussed it on our last podcast, but I want to know how you felt the morning of because it was kind of a late start for an ultra. I was stoked because there would be like no impact to my regular routine. So the race started at 9 a.m. Eastern time, which meant I could get up at our my regular time of like 7, 7.30, have breakfast at a completely slacker. normal pa- pace. Absolutely, I'm a slacker. Completely normal pace, go to the restroom at a completely, no- like it would be like every other morning essentially. So I thought like, that's gotta be good. There's no additional stress or change or whatever besides just just the event. So I felt really good in the morning and I was really excited having done the test loop, which is just running from my house several times during the week and was like, sweet, like it, this shouldn't take me a whole lot of time. And you know, all backyards that I've done or both backyards I've done, so Biggs and Ohio backyard, I, it's always been a bit of a push to get my loops done for the first part at least until I got on the road. So I was really excited to do a loop that wouldn't feel seem like it would take it out of me every single loop. You know what I mean? Like Ohio mm-hmm. Backyard Ultra, like every I to dive into time. that too deep, but like every loop it was like <gasps> Oh <laughs> man. Was it ever? Holy yeah. cow. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I was excited race morning. What did you eat? I had my normal eggs and English muffin. Crazy. So I do two eggs with some cheese on it, English muffin. Uh, I think I had, I think I had two, I had half of a cup of coffee. So okay. I did, I didn't have a ton of caffeine cause I knew that I was going to get the nervous poops. <laughs> so I didn't need to lawn sprinkler it by having a whole cup of coffee. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know you don't think this is the kind of podcast we have, but it is. Oh, and it, I'm not apologizing to you, listener. No. I'm apologizing to Lauren. No, it always <laughs> has been. Come on. I'm, I'm poop queen. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so what how what's the format for um basically staying connected to the race director and other racers so you have you're dialed into a zoom call and you have a webcam or your phone or whatever that is in your start finish area so you didn't need to take your phone with you for proof on the run or anything but you just need to have it set up whether you were on a treadmill pointing at the treadmill if you're starting from your house then you needed to have it from your start finish area it was pretty like uh it was pretty chill as far as where the camera was you just needed to kind of be popping in at the beginning and end of each one of your loops so, um, uh, and were you sending Strava's every hour? Cause I think some people were and some people, some weren't. people did. So I, it wasn't a requirement, but I did have, I did have my watch going. I had Strava going as a backup just because I was like, you know, if I go for it, like I really want to, I would like to make sure that it is legit as possible, which is part of one of the reasons I didn't go on a treadmill. It, even though I could, I could have, I just felt like. I want this to be as close to a normal backyard as normal, and that means going outside to me anyways. I, I've heard some people say, like, oh, wow, being on a treadmill must be so much easier. It's so much no easier way. on your body. And I was like, okay, well, whatever absorption impact that you receive from being on a treadmill, take that and consider that the impact on your mind 
would be much greater than being outside. I also, think that it evens out. Yeah, also, I don't know what the stats were, but when I think about, like, who I remember as being, like, the top ten people, I feel like more people were not on treadmills than were yes. on treadmills. For so sure. I feel like that says something. Um, but let's agree that the people running around restaurants and their couches for the whole time were at a disadvantage to both treadmill and outdoor users. <laughs> Wait, what? Tell me about that. So there was a guy in Dubai who was running loops in his living room like, <gasps> around his co- his couch. Also, Matt Shepard, who, gosh, I feel like he, he must have at least made it to top 10. He was running in a closed down restaurant, like around like the eating area where like the tables were up on chairs. Like, and he was one of the last people, one of the last 10. He ran over 100 miles inside a restaurant. At least. At least. He may have even made it past the 200 mark. He went for a very, very long time. That must be a bizarre Guinness World Record. I don't know. I don't know. It was very cool. And uh, I forget what he was, but he went outside for a loop or two and was just like, the weather's too bad for me to be outside. So I don't know if it was too cold or what, but... Yeah, it was really interesting to see the crazy, like, conditions that everybody was running in, like, Anna Carlson, who I'm going to have a girl crush on forever. You know, she was in Sweden running outdoors. There was snow everywhere. They had to, like, plow. She had uh, somebody that was plowing her loop periodically. She was starting and finishing in a yurt where they had a generator going. She ultimately had to call it being and made it to... Like she was the last female third. standing for yeah. sure, third place, and she had to stop because of a winter storm. Like, so she would go out with like a full like soft shell jacket and just what a badass, amazing. But yeah, it was, so it was really cool to see like people's choice of different formats and like it was it was funny to think like is that an advantage? Is it a disadvantage? Like Anna Carlson's outside in the snow and this person is in a on a treadmill in their basement. I don't know which seems worse. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it all seems like a pile of evils that you choose from. Uh, that said, tell us about your weather conditions. So, uh, I, <laughs> I hadn't even thought about this. And we did Facebook Live last Friday, as we are have been doing and will continue to do. Um, and one of the questions we, you and I were discussing is, what is our kryptonite? I mistakenly said sleep during you are the wrong. Facebook Live event. I was wrong. It's heat, and I can't believe <laughs> I heat. forgot that. It's heat. So Saturday, you know, I started at 9, which was great because it wasn't super early. But I had not – I honestly had not really considered the weather. And it got up to 70 degrees on Saturday. And for me, and especially now when we haven't really had that warm of weather, it just it, – it was hot. It felt very hot. It was, it was, it was hot for anyone. Yeah, so I just kind of felt like, oh yeah, hot. Don't like hot, but so it was it was toastier during the day and like I have really cool things going on like I don't know if you can see my I have like a sun. Ooh, <laughs> that's a nice bird yeah, there. Very cool. Wow. Very cool. Oh, that's beautiful. My neck has already started to peel because you know, you go through winter in Ohio and you forget about things like the sun. You do. I've been putting on yeah. sunscreen now every day because I got burnt twice last week. And I need to. I just honestly have not, like, flipped the switch because I think because we're in what we are right now, I still feel like it's winter, winter because I'm, like, locked in my house. Mm-hmm. Not really, but kind of. So oh, no, I, I get it. I haven't considered things like that. But, so, yeah, so uh, 
The weather was warm. We have our own personal meteorologist, um, Andrew Buck Michael, who's a birth barfer and ultra runner. And he was updating Channel Six Columbus. He was updating uh updating me regularly about what the weather was going to be like for Annie as the day continued and we appreciate our our meteorologist support. Yeah, it was great. I actually messaged with him a little bit later in the day uh because I um <laughs> well, I guess I should backtrack a little bit. I started the event and was Again, feeling really good about running from the house and just, like, having everything that I need at home, being part, like, timing-wise, working out really great with kind of my normal rhythm and flow at, ha- at home. And I started out, and I just, I didn't get any free miles. Like, I didn't have any loops that I thought, like, yay, yay. Like, the last two backyards I've done, despite, like, the trail course definitely being harder than what I was doing on asphalt out and back from my house... The first loops were still kind of like, I'm so jazzed, this is relatively Mm -hmm. easy. Mm -hmm. I did not feel like that to start. Like, I just was kind of like, I felt very, like, in my body and Mm -hmm. aware of every, like, uh, of everything instead of kind of, like, getting into the flow of things and just kind of being like, all right, whatever. You know, I just felt very, like in it and that sucks that you didn't get to tune out at all yeah i didn't get to tune out at all and i like uh you know and definitely part of that could have been the heat and i think i probably could have managed the the heat better but like were you icing yes yeah okay okay icing okay Um, i probably could have started earlier but i also know and like I'm, i'm hopping all over the place but i also know that uh, even if I had been very conscientious and diligent with heat management, I don't know that I could have made much of a difference because heat impacts me so much. Like mm-hmm. I haven't been running in the hot part of the day. It hasn't been that warm here. Heat just impacts me a lot. So I'm just kind of like, yeah, yeah you yeah. weren't, you weren't acclimated to it at all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, if, if that's a limiting factor for me, then, you know, yeah, that's that is what it is. But right. after going through uh, several hours during the day and feeling a little toasty, um, I uh, our weatherman had messaged saying like I'm rooting for you, and I was like I'm really trying to hang in there. I said I'm just trying to get to some of the night loops because if it can cool off, like I know like if I can cool off, my body starts to digest my fuel better. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I don't it just. Being hot for too hot for me just makes everything else harder. It makes it mm-hmm. harder to move. So I was like, if I can just make it to uh, the night hours and and to cooler weather, like I think I can, I I will feel much better. Like, did you I have had, any aches and pains? Yes. So I had just like general on asphalt out. Yeah, yeah. Where all your bones, like, yes, are have ground to dust. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I, you know, I. I think the longest I've ever run on asphalt is uh, probably doing 50 miles on the road at Ohio Backyard and Biggs. When I did Ginger Miss, wow. a lot of that was on asphalt, but it was broken up into a lot slower pace. So this is probably the most asphalt I've done at once. And again, my motivation has sucked for running. But you were amped for this. Yeah, I was amped, but so I'm just saying, like, physiologically, you know, I wasn't super trained for this, um, so I feel like that just contributed to my body hurting, too, and honestly, like, 
I, um, and I want to be clear because I'm not big on like excuses. I eventually stopped because I did not want to keep going. <laughs> like, you know, and I, I honestly don't know how many races I feel confident saying that that was the reason I stopped. But this one for sure, I was like, I am stopping because I no longer want to go any I further. Mean- is there, has there ever been a race like that other than maybe Antelope Canyon? No, Antelope Canyon, I was good. Um, I think. Wait, um, no, not Antelope. What, what was the one you, uh, there was a hundred miler that you DNF'd. Angela's Crest. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. A-words. But An- yeah. Angela's Crest, I definitely wanted to keep going and could not. So like, even a- though my body couldn't. So, because I feel like there's two different like okay. switches. Yeah, that, you your know? body let, didn't let you. That time. Yes. So yes. this was maybe your only DNF where you were just like, I don't like it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, where it's just kind of like, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And um, I, you know, I, I got to the late afternoon, um, probably like hour eight or nine or something. It was just kind of like, man, I just uh, like, I'm not wanting to do this. My body doesn't feel great. I cannot like. I am not having any. You weren't digesting. You weren't eating. Andy was was eating. Oh, you were? Yeah. He kept thinking that I wasn't, but I would take two servings of tailwind out with me. I would sell some solid food in between. He was worried. Yeah, no. um, And I clarified that with him, too. I was like, I always, I was like, even when I didn't take tailwind, I took uh, like two baby foods with me and did baby food on the loop. So um, I think I was doing okay there. I probably could have used more water. Um, Mm. But. yeah, Did you have sloshy belly? No. Oh, good. Okay. No. Um, but, like, and I could tell, too, like, how how taxed I was once I started getting to the end of the daytime hours because I started to get, I started to feel pretty weepy. And I know, like, that wow. means. I did. Yeah. So that means for me, like, that me- that means, like, I'm really depleted and tired. Like, when I think about times I've gotten really weeded, really uh, weepy, it's been at Burning River. After mm-hmm. being in the heat all day <laughs> and across the years after being out there for 48 hours already. Yeah. So um, it was kind of one of those things where I'm like, I know, like, I I know this is a factor of all these other things that I feel like this. But you were talking about, like, I will come out and, like, cheer you oh, wherever. Yeah. And you like, were like, no, don't. Yeah, don't. I was like, I w- I'll, I'll cry if, you see, if I see you. And um, uh, our dear friend, Beth Sandman and Deanna Ball came out and wrote some quotes on the sidewalk. Um, and I started to cry when I saw them from a distance, too, because I was like, I was like, I don't know why I choose to do th- these things. And I said, and I don't know why this feels like so hard. Like this feels so hard today. And um, I was, I was reassured during the day. And I thought it was strange. And like, I think because I've put a lot of pressure on myself about like my daily runs and stuff. Like I really don't like that. I don't feel like going out for runs on a daily basis and I'm trying to be like, um, accepting about it. So I'm not kind of piling stress on top of that, but man, Mm -hmm. I'm having a hard time wanting to get out the door during the week to do anything. And this weekend kind of felt like a reflection of that too, where my big reassurance during the day was reminding myself like, it's okay if you stop. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you go out on a loop and you don't make it on time, uh, back on time, you will be okay. Yeah. Like, not even like uh, people will still like you. It was just kind of like, I don't know what I had a fear of in my head of what was going to happen, but yeah. I, it, it was it, very It's like fun. a discreet, irrational fear. 
Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And so it was really reassuring to be like, it, it's okay if I stop. Like, it's okay if I stop. Like, that was what kept me going for additional hours rather than feeling like... Yeah, take the pressure off, not put the pressure on. Yeah, yeah, like, Mm -hmm. nobody cares what you do, so why not just go out and put around on a loop? So um, I thought it was really sweet. So Sandman and Deanna, they wrote on the sidewalk um, a quote, and it was, uh, uh, you will not die, you are going home like a shooting star. Oh, oh no, I just got goosebumps all over. And it was so perfect because it was like, it's okay. Like, I will not die. Oh my and it was God. on my way back, like on my way back. And it was what like, a unique message. Not just like, yeah. you got this, go Anne. It's yeah, like, it you're really going good. home on a shooting star? Yeah. So it was, it was perfect. And it really encapsulated like what I was feeling like, I will not die. Like, it is okay. You know, and... Uh, just going out. Yeah. I'm just thinking about neighbors finding that message and being like, looking around like, where is she? Is she okay? Is she okay? Does like, she have cancer? <laughs> what so, kind of home is she going to? Did somebody get the vid? Oh, <laughs> like, the Rona? The posture yeah, of the Rona? The Rona, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that, you know, I had a hard time during the day. You know, Sandman came out for some emotional support, and I ended up going, uh, I did, I made it to 50 miles, and then was like, okay, at 50 miles, it was 9 p.m., and I got back from my 50-mile loop and was like, gosh, I still feel pretty, like, toasty, and I was like, what is the temperature outside? And Andy was like, it's still 62, which 62 is still warm. Yes, it is. It's still warm. And so I went out on my loop uh, 13. Is that right? 13? Mm-hmm. Th- loop 13. And I could not get myself to walk. Or I couldn't get myself to run for the first, the whole first out. And could not like, I just couldn't get myself running. I was like, I just, I just want to keep walking. I just want to keep walking. And when I hit the turnaround, I ran some on the way back. And I got back to the house with like, uh, I think two minutes to go. And still didn't really feel, like, freaked out because it was still, like, I just am trying to hold on until it cools off. And I feel, like, wanting to do this again because mm-hmm. I know that's how my body works. Like, mm-hmm. I cool off and then I'm, like, oh! Yeah. Oh, I'm fine. Okay. I, yeah, don't I'm usually, fine. I don't make it over that crest. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it was that's a hard it was hard. Yeah. Um, and so I went out. I went back out on Loop 14 and I got maybe, like, less than a half mile away from the house. And I called Andy and I was like, so I'm not coming back on time. But I told myself, like, I will time out on a loop. This is my third backyard. I've never timed out on a loop because it just wigs me out. It, like, wigs my brain out. I've always stopped before the loop that I think I won't be able to finish. Uh And I I got on this loop and I called Andy and was just like, so. I was like, usually, I was like, despite the fact that we've, like, spent the whole day together i haven't actually got to talk to you at all so what's going on (laughs) and i walked i walked my loop i had intended to walk fully out to my turnaround point and come back but it was one of those epiphanies where you're like oh god if i'm walking it's gonna be like 50 minutes at least to walk like Mm -hmm. to walk no more than that like an hour and a half to walk out and come back but i did walk out to the mile and a half mark 
which was a, took me about 30 minutes and then and then walked back. Um, so I ended with officially 54 miles and unofficially 57 miles um, and 13 wow. loops, which, you know. For not um, training, that's yes! an incredible fucking feat. I know, I know, and I really have to put that, I have to, I have to keep, like, grabbing onto that to be yeah. like, it wasn't like I planned and trained to do 100 or 200 miles and only did 50 or so. It's that I have not wanted to run and pulled 50 miles out of my ass from nothing. Like, you know, if I was a, I'll say an everyday person and did 54 miles on a random Sunday or even, or a random Saturday, or even as a runner did 54 miles on a random Saturday, that would be pretty cool. It would be pretty cool regardless. Also, you were one of the last 400 people out of 2,400 people. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, I just kind of feel like it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. It's very good. And I, you know, I'm grateful for the fact that it got me out for a run, even though it wasn't an easy one, because people are going to get tired of me saying this. I haven't wanted to do any running, so it's like, I'm just going to keep signing up for virtual races, and if I end up just running one time a week for like 30 or 40 miles, I'm just going to call it, call it good, for, oh, because... big virtual say, races, just yeah, heavy. Cause yeah, because I will, I, you know, it's like, I'm just going to take whatever I can get. So, but yeah, that was my quarantine backyard ultra experience. I don't know. Thank you. I don't know what my lesson is or whatever. Like, I think if I could choose to do it again, I would do it again. I feel like you don't need to put on a ribbon on it for us. Yeah. You don't have to have a life changing pivotal moment every time you race. That would be too many pivotal moments. It's like Schrodinger's cat. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> well, that I like. That I like. Yeah, it's like, yeah. does this race exist or not exist? You don't know until you open the box. <laughs> uh, I'm going to leave that one alone. I'm going to leave that one alone. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of people ask me, like, aren't you going crazy not being able to be with Anne for this? And I was like, oh, yeah. well, yeah, now I am. Oh. Now, I mean, I, I always wanted to be there, but I had not let my brain entertain the notion that I could be physically near you because if I do, I just, I weep openly in the streets. And it was, and it was good. Like I really, uh, there were some people that had like friends that would come out and I kind of thought like, isn't that kind of the antithesis of this event? Like Wardian ended up having people come out to spectate him and it was kind of like, that's That's not not really a quarantine event. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, um, you and I are really trying to do our part. Like we can, we, there's things you can do as like loopholes to what's going on, but there's definitely an intent behind what's happening. So it's like, yeah, even though there wasn't a rule for the quarantine backyard ultra that people couldn't show up and watch your loop, uh, intent yeah. wise. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was a cool, it was a cool thing to happen and spectate. And like, there's so many more cool, uh, not, I shouldn't say cooler cause nobody's cooler than us. There's so many other like, articles and videos and stuff that you could watch about the end of the quarantine backyard ultra and how the race was won by Mike Wardian. Um, so I would encourage you to go watch that, but there were so many like cool stories and experiences of different people that were doing the event. And it was so fun to have like, uh, I think one of the, my favorite outcomes of this was, uh, my husband, Andy told me for a day, it felt like everything was normal. Mm. And I mean, I feel like that's kind of the best outcome that could have come up from this. And I should say too, um, in addition to that Arbor 
uh, my daughter, my seven-year-old daughter, delivered another spectacular crew <laughs> performance. So, like, She's her so level cool. of crewing on Sheltui was, like, upped on, on crewing this event. Wow. Like, I was sitting there, like... And she was holding a banana and, like, feeding a banana to me. She's been crewing you since she was one. Yes. Yeah. But, like, this is all, like, (laughs) self-driven at this point, you know? Yeah. So it's, like, it's just remarkable. And, like, she woke up the next morning because I stopped after she had gone to bed. And she was so bummed that she was not going to be crewing me on Sunday. Like, that was, like, the one disappointing thing was, like, she really wanted to keep going. She wanted to keep going. Yeah. Um, what a kid. Yeah. What a, what a weekend. Um, I do want to give some shout outs to some listeners that hopefully are listening to this, but like Jeff Kaleza, Kaleza, I never know how to say your last name, Jeff. Um, but he and his son ran, Oh, I should have fact, I should have wrote this down before I started, but they definitely, I think they went to 16 hours. (gasps) What? Really? Yeah. Holy yeah. shit, dude. They did a real they did a really good job. So that was awesome. Holy uh, cow. Jessica Grinspan, who uh, is a recent Birth Barf listener and also happened to be on our Facebook live event last Friday. She ended up getting upvoted to the elite feed for <gasps> for this event. So Jessica. Cool. Um I think she ended up doing 30 plus hours. And I'm sorry guys if I'm botching your hours. I'm just going completely by memory. Jessica did a really great job. So that was awesome. That's incredible. Like, incredible. So uh, just lo- just lots of cool things to see and people being stoked about, like, doing uh, distance PRs or, like, you know, the fact that there was three Ohioans in, like, the last ten people. So Harvey Super. Lewis, Michael Owen, and Gabe Rainwater were all in that top group towards the end, which was so cool. Like, we have, have three some hard asses. Yeah. We do. And you know, if you uh if you don't know uh the Ridge Runner group in southern Ohio, southeast Ohio, they did a Ridge Runner live last night talking about the quarantine backyard ultra with Michael Owen and Gabe Rainwater and Whoa. I'm kind of spoiling it a little bit, but Gabe Rainwater was talking about running on emotion and I just thought like, oh, oh. oh. Michael oh. Owen's never done a backyard before. This is his first backyard. And he did really well, didn't he? How, he he did got really to the well. second day at least. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah, Gabe reached a new PR of like 158 miles or something like that, or 154 miles. Holy and God. when he stopped, Michael Owen was actually thinking about stopping, and Gabe was like, you have to keep going because you're the last Ohio guy. So then Michael Owen continued to go for a couple laps because even though he had wanted to stop too, so just – you know, whoa, man, hard ass cool. club that rules. So yeah, quarantine backyard ultra. Let's do it again next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I don't like the um, backyard format as a racer, but as a um, as someone who watches backyard ultras, I feel like it's interesting because people push farther than the longest ultra distance that is commonly accepted. Like, I mean, there are multi-day events, there are stage events, but, like, a two-hundo is basically the ultimate peak of ultra running in America. So when a race, when an ultra race goes well beyond that, it really does show you the ultimate limits of human performance. So it is fascinating to know that a body can run almost 300 miles pretty consistently for days on end, 
That's fascinating. Yeah. I want nothing to do with it otherwise. Um, you and I have talked about this before. I still don't know if I like running backyards. <laughs> I know you don't know. I don't understand what your problem is. Uh, also, I still feel like I was stoked about this 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 uh, format in particular for a backyard ultra because I thought like I would love to see what it what that experience looks like when I get to pick almost all of the um, all of the variables factors all the variables. Thank you. And then I was like, shoot, I feel like I forgot a couple variables, like training and the weather. <laughs> so, like, I still kind of feel like, you know, because the whole point of Backyard Ultra and when Laz made it is like, you know, how would you do in a race if speed wasn't a factor? And I thought, like, yes, I will finally find out how I would do if, like, speed and ability <laughs> were not a factor. And speed I was like, and no. ability. I was like, ability. no, I still don't know. I still no, don't know. Ability is not it. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, I do. Uh, so, yeah. So I'm, I'm still waiting for, like, the perfect backyard venue and course to know where that limit lies so that I can be like, hey, when everything else is like perfectly finely tuned, how many hours could I go? So maybe I'll just do that shit from my house, you know, like on a random, on a random day, I will just try and do as many loops uh, with like still 4.16667 miles every hour just to be like, hey, if there's no good reason to do it and I've picked the perfect weather day, how long could I go? But Even with the pavement? What else okay. do we have to do? Uh, I, I was going to take down some wallpaper. I don't know. I don't know. You're right. <laughs> run forever from your house. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, run for, forever from my house. Um, that makes me think. I want to talk about all these other... Uh, I'll say fun and awesome virtual races that are coming up as well as like, just like a footnote for some juke ass ones. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like, um, I'll, I'll mention the, the, the juke ass piece first. Um, the, you and I have seen a couple virtuals, virtual races where the t-shirts look like somebody made them with a Sharpie and some duct tape and... The logo is ugly. The shirt is ugly. The format is uninspiring. <laughs> and the font is Comic Sans. It's... Yeah. In, I hope you guys didn't make it in case that was yeah. your race. But it is bad. It's just like capitalizing so, yeah, on the moment. And it's really like a lame-ass way to do it. Like all these shirts that people are selling on Instagram. Like we're in this together. And this and nothing lasts forever. Or like whatever the fuck. Like inspirational shirts about quarantine. Like... You are the lowest of the low. That said, yeah. maybe we'll do, maybe we'll create a virtual race and capitalize on this market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a loving um, way. Yeah, in a loving way. So I do think it's funny. There are some like, I'll say I will keep it with not inspiring races out there because if your race, shirt, metal, whatever font looks like Comic Sans and Papyrus had a baby, <laughs> that is a bad font. <laughs> and yes, I know I realize I'm saying that from like uh, our logos and stuff. Well, I should say our logo branding is very consistent. So, you it know. Is. Yeah. It is. also professionally made and it's yes. not anybody's font but ours. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah. so The puke sure. dick font is strictly ours. Yeah. Yeah. Dibs on the puke dick. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, 
with that small note to say that there are some <sighs> yucky, stupid-looking virtual races. There are so many good ones. So, like, on our last episode, we mentioned the Virtual Vertical 5K. Oh, yeah, I got to do that. Yeah, um, supporting uh, the ice theater groups um, for Jonathan and his uh, kids who do it in Florida, which is awesome. Uh, If you want, uh, listen to our last episode, and we'll put up a link for signing up for that virtual race as well. But it's, you know, how how much vert can you trying to get the most vert you can while having to do a minimum of 5k in distance and a time limit of 40 minutes. That's really cool. Andy just sent me um, one today. That is the, the COVID ultra. And so it is essentially how many five mile loops can you fit into 12 hours? And there's a specific nope. day to do it. And they're doing a, a uh, dollar prize purse based on how many people sign up so like if 200 people sign up first place gets 200 dollars. yeah and they're doing Mm. like age groups and awards for the first second third place so like i think that's really cool the swag looks cool um aravipa just added they have their aravipa strong race which is like whatever you want to do but um they also just uh put up well it's actually run steep not aravipa but the limitless vertical challenge and it's how much vert can you get in a week Oh, wow. Yeah, but they all live in places where that stuff is possible because their backyards are all mountains. You can also do treadmill. So I might hop on Kirby and do that. And the logo is really cool. It says, like, limitless and has, like, scenery in the letters. Like, But isn't that just uh, relying on your own self-reporting? Yeah. I mean, they all are. So you have to, like, submit your Strava or a treadmill, like, shot or whatever. Um, oh, have you seen the Yeti 24-hour thing yet? No, I don't care about ultras. Uh, sure, that sounds fun. You know, you know, you're doing a marathon. This is barely more than that. So I actually think this one is also cool. So it's the Yeti 24-hour challenge, and it is running five miles once every – or not – running five miles every four hours for 24 hours. Oh, I can do that. Right? Right? So, like, you're going to have, like, one or you're going to have, like, one loop that's really weird. It's going to be at, like, 2 a.m. or 8 a.m., depending on how you start. But, like, tell me that doesn't sound like the perfect mix of, like, novelty. That sounds good. And it does sound that good. That sounds good. And Yeti swag is always good. So it's like, delicious. It's like a cat with an umbrella with, like, lightning coming what? out of the umbrella. What? It's really good. It looks really cool. So All right. If, All right. You know, okay. That, that actually tingles my Pringles a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll think about it. And you can do it, uh, I think, any day in April. So. I, I don't, think my, my calendar's booked, quite legitimately. You know, though, I've seen quite a few people double dipping on their virtual races. So, like, just a thought. Oh, um, like submitting results for multiple races? Mm-hmm. Yeah. These formats are too unique. We also might have to move the beer mile given my marathon sitch. So, let's talk about this. So you're doing the running is not canceled virtual race, and you're doing the marathon distance. If I if my body will let me. Is there, do you have to specify, like, do you get something different based on what distance you do? Yeah, everyone gets the same package. All the same difference. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So if I finish with a half marathon, that's also fine. Sweet. So you're thinking about doing that the weekend of? The 18th. Because 18th. I don't think this, this upcoming weekend I'm not ready <laughs> is the next weekend, April 18th? Yes. 
Oh, I don't feel ready at all. I mean, I'm just doing it for funsies, so it doesn't matter if I'm ready. Yeah, and let me ask, because I've been thinking about this, too, with, like, signing up for virtual races and feeling like, oh, I shouldn't sign up unless I'm going to, like, you Do know, it well? Do it well, and then I'm like, I don't have to do it well. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's the one yeah. thing that's going to drag me out the door, and I end up walking six miles of my half marathon or whatever. That's okay. I fully right? kind of anticipate walking a big chunk of the marathon. Like, the marathon's going to be a day event. So, like... You know? But you say that you just did nine miles at 8.50, and didn't you just do a half marathon PR, like, last weekend or something? Not a PR, but close. Yeah. So, so I'm saying, as I, as I often like There's to say... There's nothing scarier than a marathon. I agree. Nothing. Although I just did 54 miles on asphalt, so... Who knows? I don't know. I don't know what's up or down. So like, but thinking about like, everybody should get what they want. Like if you yeah. try and go out ball, like balls out on a marathon, you should do that. And then if you go out there and you're like, I didn't actually want to go balls out. I'm just going to walk. Yeah. I might walk. stop at uh, peace, love and little donuts three times yeah. while going up and down high street. I'm just going to walk this while I eat this pop tart that's in my pocket. <laughs> Like, yeah, I have no idea what, what the future holds, but it does seem yeah. a little bit hard to do an all-out beer mile and a marathon on the same day. So I might have to, I might have to finagle with you a little. So you know what we could do? What? We could do it. We could do it more than once. We could do. I could do like my Yeti challenge thing, which is the like five miles every four hours, mm-hmm. the same day that you do your running is not canceled marathon, so that mm-hmm. we're both fucked up. <laughs> Like, wow. we could do like, or we could do like a back to back. Like, we could do our beer mile on a Sunday. We could do what we want. We could do like crazy I'd be hard down thing. for that. We could I'd do a crazy hard do- thing on a Saturday and then do virtual beer mile on a Sunday. And yeah. then if we decide to try it again later, we'll try it again later. We got nothing but time. Sure. However, your husband has done beer miles, drinks, and doesn't care about people doing beer miles. When I told my husband I was doing a beer mile from my house, he was like, Oh, great. So more than one of those might kill him. Because I will, I've been party time in the house once during COVID, and he was like, I don't know how I feel about this. I was like, yes. But imagine this. We've never done a beer mile and not had our four beers during the event and then continued to drink afterwards, which is not the greatest idea for longevity purposes. So just imagine if you could do your four. Your four beers during the beer mile and then stop afterwards, maybe we won't get so shitty. We'll see about that. We'll see about that. Okay, so possibly the 19th. I'm okay with that. Okay, I think it would be fun. It would be horrible and fun. Yeah. I like that kind of fun. Yeah, make sure you add beer to your uh, grocery pickup list. Ooh, that is a very good point, because right now all I have is white wine and bubbles from Rheingeist, and that would be hooked up. That would just come right out your nose. It's so bubbly, it would just explode out of your face. Do you know how bad that would taste when you were, like, towards the end? There's quite a few things that I feel like are are tasty. Um, Until you ruin it by ruining them by by chugging them? Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm prepping for dental surgery. Yeah, I don't like that. (laughs) So, um, I, so yeah, so make sure you get beer in your cart, you know, virtual beer Mm -hmm. mile during quarantine Mm -hmm. problems. Um, make sure that it's, you know, standard issue, uh, beer mile beer. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah also, I'm open, barfers. I'm open to doing it wherever. So. Cool. Also, barfers, stay on the lookout for um, our trivia piece, which will be coming for you to potentially win a virtual vertical 5K entry. Yep, and all the swag that is included with that. So, um, yeah, enjoy enjoy your virtual races. If you guys have virtual races that you're doing that you want to share, please do. Like, I, I could use the motivation. It's good to know that running continues even when I don't. And Yeah, gonna, post it on our wall, my dudes. We want to know. Yeah, and, and Laura and I are going to continue to do every virtual uh, race that strikes our fancy. I might Some do, them- like, three on a Wednesday. Uh, for real, for real. I'm going to have to, you know what? That actually sounds real. Doesn't that sound nice? I'll have to get out a calendar to map out when I can do which virtual races. Cause like, I'm also considering the running is not canceled event. Cause you can still, you can still sign up. Oh dude, the, the virtual, swag is dope. Do it. It is good. The virtual, uh, the virtual, fi- the virtual vertical 5k race, mm-hmm. the Yeti challenge, the 12 hour thing, the virtual beer mile. That's five races we've just talked about. Yeah. I only want three of them, but I like it. If I could have to get a calendar out to figure out a, a schedule, like... Oh, I I wish that were true for me, but my, my calendar is just Zoom. Like, someone asked me to hang out on Zoom this weekend, and I was like, I literally don't have time. I don't have an open Zoom meeting this weekend. Life is weird. Everything you do is okay. Everything you do is okay, and we love you. <laughs> well... Until next time, dear listeners. We are... Burp 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 Burp! Burp!